Hey there, bats and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of Night of the Living History. Before we jump into today's episode, I do kind of want to offer a warning. Today's episode contains graphic descriptions of violence, torture, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Today's episode is going to be centered all around the Blood Countess, also known as Elizabeth Bathory. If you haven't heard of her, I would be extremely surprised. So, let's go ahead and let's jump in and let's get spooky. Alright guys, as we get started in today's episode, please keep in mind that I am going to be talking about a country that I don't know much about, so if I am butchering people's names, uh, cut me some slack, feel free to laugh about it, but don't give me a hard time. So, as we get started, born August 7th, 1560, Elizabeth Bathory was born into prominent nobility in Hungary. Her family was, fittingly, in control of Transylvania. Yes, it's a real place. I know, pretty crazy. While her uncle um, was also king of Poland. Though her family was powerful, um, a lot of them were deeply disturbed. Uh, Bathory, allegedly, as a child, was instructed to practice Satanism by an uncle, and an aunt taught her all about sadomasochism. But Brittany, what is sadomasochism? Well, kids, I'm glad you asked. That's when someone finds pleasure in pain, suffering, and humiliation of others as well as themselves. Fun stuff, right? At the young age of 15, Elizabeth Bathory was married to Count Nadadi. Uh, uh, uh. I know, a count, right? Get it? Dracula? Anyways. To make his new wife happy, her husband built an entire torture chamber exactly the way she wanted, giving a whole new meaning to happy wife, happy life. Bathory's favorite pastime included long walks through her spooky-ass castle and jamming needles under the fingernails of her servant girls. Other just girly things that the wicked countess enjoyed was covering them with honey while letting them be attacked by a variety of insects. Although the Count often participated in her games of torture, he also held her back from even darker impulses. How do we know this? Well, bats and ghouls, after the death of the Count, she got more evil and diabolical with her inflictions. With the help of her former nurse and a local uh, rumored witch, Bathory began to abduct peasant girls to torture and kill, some as young as 10 years old. The Blood Countess, as she became to be known, believed that the blood of innocence would keep her young and healthy. I mean, some of us just try keto, but you do you. She often bit chunks of skin from her victims, um, oftentimes from their faces from what I read, beaten, mutilated, and then either let them freeze or starve to death. There were rumors that Bathory bathed in blood, but currently that is being attributed to exaggeration. How much of this story even needs exaggeration? Uh, that's, a, that's completely, I don't know. That's crazy to me. Somewhere between 1602 or 1604 approximately, her crimes became too much to ignore. Up to this point, the crimes and sins of her family were otherwise ignored due to their powerful positions. In the words of Dale Doback from Step Brothers, it's all about who you know. King Matthias finally sends two notaries who come back to him with mountains of disturbing evidence. Um, even Lutheran minister, I'm going to butcher this name, Istvan Maggiori made complaints about her. Hundreds of testimonies and accusations detailed her crimes and left them stunned. By this point, Bathory had become even bolder with, uh, and was targeting the daughters of local nobles, which honestly, in my opinion, that's probably the only reason that these complaints were being listened to. 
At some point um, in January 1611, Bathory and her accomplices were convicted. However, Bathory was the only one that was not executed. Instead, she was confined to a single room in her castle with openings only wide enough for air, food, and water. She managed to survive for three years after being imprisoned in this room, um, but she was, of course, found dead those three years later. Now, Elizabeth Bathory, part of the reason that I'd be surprised if you hadn't heard of her, um, there are a lot of references made to her in pop culture. As a matter of fact, she offered inspiration to none other than Bram Stoker in a little novel you may have heard of. It's called Dracula. She's even the main villain in a Dracula sequel that was written by his great-grandnephew. She's referenced several times in DC Comics, uh, a manga called Vampire Hunter D, as well as American Horror Story. There are tons of books written about her. Um, you can just Google them. A lot of them are novels, but you may be able to find something that has a little bit more fact behind it. There are also tons of movies. I've never seen any of the movies that I found when I searched this. Um, however, a couple of them looked pretty good, so I definitely recommend checking those out. There is um, a Ghost Hunters International episode. They actually went to her castle, which I think is currently located in what is now Slovakia. They did it back in 2008, and they actually go into the torture chamber where a lot of those people were murdered, and it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I really think you guys should check that episode out. Um, and as we're coming to the end of this episode, although I often joked through the entire episode, I think it's important to remind you guys that Elizabeth Bathory was a serial killer who should not be idolized. There is a reason she is the inspiration for so much horror and a person who is that evil, I don't think should be shed in a positive light. Well, I hope you guys found today's episode interesting. Um, I'm hoping to get another episode done soon for you guys. Thanks again for all you listeners out there and stay spooky.